0: All right, Hey guys, welcome back to Down for the Count podcast. Um, hope all you cool cats and kittens are enjoying your quarantine right now. Um, obviously, we're in day 1,565, but um, again, hopefully everyone's staying safe. Um, shout out to everyone who's an essential worker, um, anybody who's obviously working in um any some type of delivery um our retail workers well grocery store workers um and also our nurses um, nurses doctors anyone who's any type of thing within the medical field um thank you guys for keeping our country running during this time um don't let people tell you shit about how your job is not important when this all is said and done. So, yeah. again, fuck those people who don't appreciate you guys. But, again, thank you for helping keeping our country um, running during this time. So I know it's it's shitty. Like, I think I have to deal with shitty people working in customer service. But I know this is probably a nightmare. So, thank you for doing what you're doing. Um but also to myself, um, obviously Tiffany and Alexis, say hey, ladies. Hi. Hi. Um, and also before we start it, I just want to give a big shout out to um, those wrestling girls. Um, we I joined them to help co-host, um, kind of like a watch. We did a watch party of Becky greatest uh, matches i think it was the great, greatest raw matches i thought it was weird how they titled that but you know wwe isn't the best at some stuff at times but um yeah it was really fun um obviously got to interact with um a bunch of accounts that we weren't familiar with but kind of new but i thought it was awesome and we're going to be doing more uh, collaborations with them but um again i just wanted to give a shout out say thank you ladies for putting that together and helping also create some content for everyone to enjoy during this time. Thanks. Awesome.
1: Right. Yes. So it was the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. Did you guys watch?
2: Beyonce showed up. That was my big moment. <laughs> Like, fuck everybody else. Y'all can go home. Bianca's here.
1: We're good. Like, I actually like Bianca's moment. I just, I wish it was done like right after WrestleMania. And WrestleMania had that crowd cause you know it's always like a mob when WrestleMania is over. And had she had gotten that pop, that would have been definitely. Be. I just would have. That would have been awesome. So, I'm kind of mad, mad that she didn't get that, but I am glad that she was on Monday Night Raw and she was just like, I'll, I'll go here now. I'm like, oh, okay, so you permanent. Okay, cool. One, they'll just pop up. <laughs> Other than that, I like the show itself. It was, it was a good show. Um... The one thing about the show that I thought was weird was the fact that Drew defended the the WWE Championship after he beat Brock Lesnar against Big Show,
0: and I was, you know, it was like, to promote that fucking Netflix show.
1: I um I, okay defending. I mean I get it, like but me personally I would have preferred if that happened. On that Raw, instead of after WrestleMania, and then they made it seem like I, I, I didn't like
2: I don't know I thought it was weird how they did it. Well, you know, like Nicole said, I think it was just because they were promoting Big Show's new Netflix thing he's got going on, which good for him. He's got something to do. Uh, I
0: heard the show's I heard the show's actually good. It is good. It's funny. I like, I like it. it. I might watch better it. than that that movie. I heard that movie's real bad. What movie? Um, main um, event the, movie. the main event movie. I heard it's, it's rough. What?
1: The <laughs> <siblings>. <laughs> well, kid- What is that? It's not for kids. I mean, it's not for adults. It's more
2: so geared towards kids. Yeah, yeah, but there are kids' movies out nowadays that adults can go see, and they don't feel like their brain's melting just so they can entertain their child for two hours. I think the, the best correlation for that movie that's on
1: Netflix called Main Event is like, think about the movie called Like Mike where Lil Bow Wow found those shoes and he was playing professional basketball. That is pretty much the exact plot line for this movie. Only difference is he, didn't, he doesn't get adopted by a basketball player in the end.
2: <laughs> Spoiler alert! I mean, he just <laughs> doesn't. I don't like? remember
0: anything about Like Mike. Really? I don't remember a single thing about that movie. I, I, haven't, watched it so I haven't watched it in years, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: okay. know, I watched it because I had to. I had a little brother, okay, and he was enthralled with basketball, motorcycles, cars, so I had to watch it like Like Mike, Biker Boys, Torque. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fast and Lane. then yeah, Lane. I
1: had to watch Fastlane, and then I had to watch stuff like um Gone in 60 Seconds, and not even the old one, like the good one. I had to watch the one with Angelina Jolie in it, and that one was terrible. I don't care what anybody says, and I had to watch it like Italian Job, and um I I just I, I hate it, and I have to watch. The Fast and the Furious, everything. Every single one of them, from Fast 1 to Fast 9, whenever it decides to come out, I'm probably going to have to watch that shit too. So I had to watch all of that because he was in the cars. I'm and sorry. I thought that just, it, it, it was terrible, which is why I was like running away to watch Harry Potter every chance I got. So I had some, something to look forward to.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: So big show he competed against Drew McIntyre after WrestleMania and Drew McIntyre beat him. And that's pretty much how the show went off. They did show um they gave Montez and um and Dawkins and Bianca a pretty a long time. That yeah, like like, like almost the first hour with them. Like they had a match with Garza and, and Austin Theories. That match got Stopped, they ended up making it. It was a one on one match, I think, and then it got changed to a tag team match. And then it got changed. Well, no, it was a tag team match and it went to a singles match between Bianca and Zelina. Then it went from there to a three on three mixed tag match.
0: Zelina's
2: wrestling. I'm, I'm sorry Well, you know, they.
0: they it's because, you know, it wasn't that many other people there, to be, right. like, let's they, be honest.
1: And they keep it really small in terms of who gets to be in the facility at certain times. It's very controlled. So, I was like, okay, this isn't bad. Like, they gave them almost 45 minutes. You know,
2: so, you love to see.
0: Well, it's like, well... Heyman really, well, apparently Heyman really likes the street prophets, uh, mostly uh, Montez.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he really likes him. Um. So I, I, so I was surprised by I was I was like, this is a lot of exposure. Right. And, mm-hmm. and apparently he's feels the same way about Bianca. He loves her. Yeah. Um, and I guess when I get, and I, this was just from one I heard, obviously nothing, none of this is like confirmed or denied or any confirmed or anything, but apparently when they were talking about, um, when they were trying to figure out who was going to, cause I don't think uh, Rhea's going to be in NXT after this. I think she's also going to get moved up. Yeah. I think she's going to SmackDown though. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be in NXT anymore. Um, I just, that's just my feeling. Um, I think they were trying to figure out who, I don't know, I guess they were like bidding for NXT people. Mm -hmm. And that was like, the one was like, no, I want her. Well, obviously she would go to Raw anyways, but he was, I guess she got pulled a a lot earlier than Triple H wanted to. Yeah. It was time though. Yeah, I was, if you weren't gonna give her if if you weren't gonna give her the title, then as soon as she lost at Portland, I was like, she she has to go up. There's no point. And it's and that's gonna be the same thing. I think honestly, with Keith Lee, and I know I keep saying this, as soon as he drops that title, they're gonna they're gonna want him up.
1: Yep, and they need to put him on SmackDown.
0: Yes. And if you're going to pull her, you're not going to give the same thing with Mia. You're not going to give her the belt. Just take her up too. Yeah. Cause I mean,
1: I'd love to see Keith Lee on SmackDown. I think Keith Lee would fare very well on SmackDown and you could have a nice bout, especially if they turn new day heel, you could have Keith Lee feud with the new day for a little while and it, that would help bring him up. It's all kinds of ways to do this shit. And I really wish they would explore it before they just throw people into the fire.
0: yeah. Or give him the IC belt and have him make that meaningful again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what? and have him go up against people like Miz and really, and really sell that shit.
0: Yeah, have him start doing the Cena thing. Have him start doing open cha- challenges because that's something within Keith's character that he would do, he kind of does it now in NXT. Yeah. So, have give him a belt, have him start doing open challenges, and have him build that reputation back up for that belt again. Yeah. And if you have, and you have Mia, have her, I don't know, have her kind of, like, start working her way up and whoever they decide they want to have SmackDown Women's Champion after SummerSlam, have her start Feuding with them because honestly, and I love Lacey. I think Mia would be a little bit more ready for the belt before Lacey is still.
2: Yeah, I will agree with that.
1: You could yeah. turn Lacey back heel and have her feud with Mia. I think that would work. Yeah, um, um, but I history. would give Lacey the belt for a little bit. Like, I yes. will wait. I will wait, like, maybe after WrestleMania next year around SummerSlam. I would let her get the title. Um, even I would probably even wait a little longer after that because even though I like Lacey, sometimes Lacey can be a little sloppy, and I need her, I just want her to be a little bit cleaner in the ring. Her mic skills are impeccable. I like her on the microphone, but her
2: ring work sometimes is a little sloppy for me. Great. I love, I love me some Lacey. Y'all know this. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not ready for a title yet. No,
0: that's why I said keep her. That's why they. I think they should just keep her in like the middle, the mid card for a bit, have her tighten up and all this. And that's why I said if they bring Mia to SmackDown, I think she would have give. I don't know whoever, because you know they don't let Sasha hold the title for very long. So say she does get it from Bailey, she won't <laughs> hold it for long. Um, have her they'll probably have her, if, she, if they make her drop it to someone, have her drop it to Mia.
2: I don't know, let's say around Mania.
0: Okay. See, I um, would like
2: because you got the so-called boss, and then you got the what's what she called? herself? The HBSC. Yeah. The HBIC. Which I believe more than I believe this whiny little boss gimmick, so.
1: I just want Mia to change her gear a little bit. Cause uh, her top, I like her pants. Her pants are kind of baggy, and I kind of dig that. But I feel like the top make her boobs smush together, like she got that boob. Oh God.
0: You like, know what I want her to do? Because she was gonna, she was supposed to do this at her that takeover she had, but I don't know what what happened. I want her to wear um like if she? I think I want her to keep with like the crop top. Have her wear like basically like personalized like old school rap t-shirts Ooh, yes. that'd be kind of cool be different yeah like still have them tight but have them like you know have like a little bit rips like you know a little bit more customized like and I mean like oh do one like I don't know like like a sugar hill gang or like old biggie ones and like old little kim ones and like stuff like that or just ask Bianca to make them. Bianca makes tanks and stuff, and she be having all kind of stuff on hers. Yeah, like Mia, if you're listening to this, buy a bunch of shirts, <laughs> send them to your girl's house. Yep. She'll hook you up. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Cause Bianca Bianca gear be fire, and it's real simplistic, but she the print the print that she has on them, and I'm just like girl. I
2: just wish I had her innovation. I thought it was was so cute when they did that "Don't Rush" video, and there's I didn't even recognize Bianca at first. She's sitting there at her sewing machine, and uh, she's got her glasses on and she's got like her makeup off and everything. I'm like, who's this? And then she did her thing. I'm like, holy shit, that's Bianca. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is your witchcraft that you use? I need to know. <laughs>
1: She's very pretty with no makeup on and with makeup. That girl, if they let her loose and give her and let her be the star that she is, she can be bigger than Becky. She
2: already is bigger than Becky. She's Ooh. not and she just came up. People awesome. no man, people, it's no shade. But it's like since war games, people have been looking at the NXT women's division. Like, when are these bitches getting a chance? Because I'm sick of the red, I'm sick of crotch fire, I'm sick of tethered ball titties, I'm sick of you know, you trying to make <laughs> Lana relevant. The only people who like Lana are the leftover revenant of the diva era fans. I feel like no one likes Lana though. I don't even <laughs> think some of them diva era fans like Lana, she does it to her damn self. We'll get into that in a little bit. But it's like y'all have to admit, since NXT TakeOver. The, women, the NXT women's division has basically eclipsed the main roster women's division. I will say before that, um, well, like, because the
1: main roster was still as hell, and that's why they brought those women up. That's why they brought up Paige, and they brought up Becky and Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey, and then you had Ember come up after that, Asuka comes up, and they were, they weren't giving a fair shake if you, had, especially Ember, but yeah. um,
0: Amber came in at a weird, she came in at the worst shuffle because she came in right after Asuka, and that, that's why they were still booking Asuka pretty strong.
1: Yeah, and I think they should have, if they weren't, if they brought her up, they should have brought her in with, um, like, right after Asuka lost at WrestleMania. They should have let Oscar cool off and then bring Ember in. And y'all could have brought Ember up as a heel and let her run rampant on the raw roster. Y'all could have did something. Because you had potential in that. And Ember's been a face since she got there. So it's time for a change. Like, Charlotte's been a heel for a long fucking time. And I'm so... I'm over her heel work. I'm tired. Even though I don't have a problem with her being a heel, I can I can hate her as a heel and be okay with that. It's just I'm just sick of it. And I'm like, girl. And at this point, Becky's overconfidence is is making me want her to lose a lot. Like I I was sure that she was going to lose to Shayna at first. And then I thought about it, and I was like, these motherfuckers want her to to have the longest reigning championship. She going to win at WrestleMania. And I'd be damned if she didn't win. And then I'm like, I knew Charlotte was going to win. I was clear that Bayley was going to win. I knew Bayley was going to win. Um, I just wish that they... They would go in a direction that's interesting. They could give the women interesting storylines and not always breaking up friendships. They go on the very easy, simplistic route. I thought the idea with Bailey, Sasha, and Lacey was unique. It was unique to Lacey because she had a daughter who was ringside. They were there, you know, and of course she had to agree to allow them to do and say those things. And I'm sure they. The, da- the daughter was well aware and understood. Um and it, it was entertaining for what it was. It entertained me. You saw how Lacey went after them with a and I was like, yo, I like this. This this is fun to watch. I just am I'm, I'm tired of that duo of um of Becky, I mean Bailey and Sasha and right now I don't wanna see them on TV every week just standing there talking and yelling at the TV screen. Um but as far as Monday Night Raw goes, there wasn't there. It was a good show. It was entertaining. I liked watching it. But it it was just that. It was just
2: a good show. Cause I can't even remember. It wasn't. That happened. It wasn't like the typical Raw after Mania, where even even though you know, it's like yeah, they didn't have an audience. But if they brought it for Mania, they could have brought it for the Raw afterwards well, i mean the the crowd kind of makes
1: the crowd kind of makes the raw after mania great and even though they do some nice spots, they had good spots. they had a good spot with bianca and um I would have brought up somebody else um from nXt personally, but like I mean, they already had gargano and champpo's fight on nXt and that was long. My husband told me it was pretty long. Well, how long was that match?
2: A good 45 minutes. No, no, I
0: felt like it was longer than that. They flow for an hour? They yeah. The second half of the show. The whole hour. Literally, That's they the they scene, have right? the whole second half of the show.
2: No. Um, now see, they, WWE writers, if you're listening to me, if you want them to get, like, the final write-out, you need to have, like, the young NXT guys, like, come out and be like, yo, why are we getting pushed back while, like, you guys are getting a fucking 45-minute match? But yeah, getting- get an
1: uproar, have an uproar, like, some Nexus shit. Like,
2: <laughs> like that you know, shit epic. We like, you know, you guys always say, oh, we're here for the future for NXT, but we're getting y'all's table, sorry, I'm looking for something, but we're getting y'all's table scraps, and you're getting a 45-minute fight which ended when this dude's wife nailed you in the balls. Which I thought was so – that was such a
1: bullshit ending to this match. We're just going to move on from Raw and talk about NXT. Look. <laughs> uh, there's,
0: yeah, I I like that. I hate, honestly. Everyone should know how I feel about Gargano and Champa now. <laughs> I'm tired of them. I'm tired of both of them. I want them both to go home or go to Raw or go smack anywhere, just anywhere that is not NXT, taking up time and space and energy from other people who are there. There's too many fucking people in a performance center that need their shine, period. You have Kushida who is there. I want to see Kushida. I don't fucking want to see Champa and Gargano fight again. I don't want to. I don't see either of them. I don't see either of them anymore on NXT programming. It's done. It's over. I'm tired. Yep. Pretty
2: much how I feel. I want to see the new blood. I don't want to see you know. The reason why I'm talking. I don't like want to see the Sasha Bailey feud that we know is going to happen. I don't want to see the same shit on repeat over and over again, especially in NXT when you got people who are hungry, they get fucking time, and then it's like, we're supposed to be humble while these two grandpas just decide to smack each other around for 45 minutes, and no one cares anymore. The the emotion's gone from the storyline. Like, that was kind of not their fault, though, you you know?
1: (laughs) But they kept... I don't know. Did they need the finish of their rivalry in this particular feud? Yes. So I was fine with them having the match, but I didn't expect them to have it for an entire fucking hour. That is ridiculous. Um, and then I felt like the ending was a cheap-ass way to end it, but I guess that was a good way to turn Candace or whatever. Um, if it was a turn for Candace, Um, okay. I guess she could just be, you know, dick-crushing wife. I mean, I don't know, because I feel like even though Candice is a good wrestler and she has her earned her chops in the indie scene right now she gets lost a lot in in the in the songs like uh, eO casts a massive shadow in NXT and then you have girls like Mia and then but to me Candice is a is ahead of Dakota and Tegan and Raquel
2: and um who else is in NXT? Well, you know, the sad thing is she won't leave unless Johnny goes with her. I get that vibe from her, that if oh, her shit. husband doesn't leave, she's not going. I love AJ to death, but if they—if I was wrestling,
1: and they was like, hey, we want you to come up to the main roster, we're going to sing you to Raw, okay? <laughs> I'm like, babe, I'm going to Raw. I'll see you all. I'll come and visit you in a couple weeks.
2: <laughs> I got to do what I got to do. No, my husband would say the same thing. I'd be like, look, babe, get, they they told me I'm going to the main roster. You look at me, he goes, go get new gear, go do what you need to do, and I'll see you on, your, on our days off. That's all you got to do. Or but Johnny could just go with her. You know he ain't going to go with her. He. Ha- I don't understand what his obsession
1: is with NXT. It is not meant for you to stay there.
2: Because he's old. Oh, my God saying it to be mean but like that's the reason Tommaso Ciampa won't go up he got injured so he's just gonna write out the rest of his career which I understand but look Gargano had his moment on the main roster and Alistair was the one that stayed he went back to NXT see this is my thing I think if Ciampa
1: wasn't injured if his neck injury wasn't a problem I think that
2: he would go oh definitely he would have so yeah. I don't,
1: I can't, so in the same breath, I can't say, oh, well, he's being, he's selfish, he's taking on roster. He's not doing that at all. I think it's quite the opposite. I think that if he was 100% never injured, healthy, was able to go, he would be like, I'd go in a heartbeat because he's needed. His type of character is needed, especially on the heel side. It's needed there. The only person I would say that's closer to him is Joe. He's just as ruthless, so I would definitely put Chopper on SmackDown hands down. They need
2: somebody to go shake some shit up over there because Corbin ain't it, all right? They need to stop pushing Corbin. Nobody, no one can get behind Baron Corbin. Well, they think no. all heat
0: is good heat. What? Like, he just has, he has like go home heat at this point, point. and <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, and it's sad. And who's, who's someone? and I see that up now besides gargano and Champa my thing with gargano gargano is good as a very good wrestler he once he starts talking you're just like no so they would yes. eat him up so they would eat him up on Raw they would he would have to go to Smackdown where you don't have to talk as much and the people who do talk a lot they give they give the people who can who do who can talk that time like
2: Miz
0: and Morrison, the Usos, and the New New Day. Day. Who else talks
1: well that's on there? Um, um, Oh, God. In the women's division, Sasha, Lacey's a good talker. Um,
2: Honestly, Um, Elias. I love Elias, man. Even when he was a heel, when he would like do the songs, like Bash in the City, I'm like, this dude's gonna get fucking jumping. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's another one. So that's what I'm saying, like, the people who can talk, they give them that time so they can eat up that time free. So when people who can't talk that well or can't talk at all, can yeah. just wrestle.
1: But I don't so, care. Yeah.
0: Gargano, gotta you gotta get
1: your chops somewhere, and he's not, you're taking away time from guys in NXT like Swerve and Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes, which I don't like Cameron Grimes too much, but I understand that they're there and mm-hmm. they deserve to have their time, just like Kovic does and Damian Priest. Like those guys are there. You're going to have to give them the opportunity to be able to do what they want to do. Finn moved. After Finn done went through everybody, he's like, What am I going to do? I can't, right now, I can't get to Cole. So he's like, Fuck it. I'm going to NXT UK. He was <laughs> just like, hit.
0: He's so I'm gonna go he's I'm gonna go whoop someone's ass over there. I'm gonna and go it's fight smart. them. I'm going home. Fuck right. this. shit. Right. <laughs> like, he was like, let me go over here right quick, and see if I can dethrone
1: Walter and get me another belt under my wing right quick. Fact. Let me go to bed. I All would right.
2: watch I would watch Walter versus Baylor. I really would. Oh, that's happening. Oh,
0: I was not, gonna not fly just, my ass. I'm gonna fly my ass to what I tell you, I was really And I was at the point where I was really, I was like, how much money would I really need? Because I was like, okay. I was like, I was like getting in touch with like my family that like I know that I could get a flight discount from. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And there's like a couple people and there was this girl that I talked to and on my Facebook wrestling group. And because we were always talking about like, If I ever go to an NXT, like a UK takeover, she was like, and you like hit me up. She was like, I will like try to hook you up with a place or you can just like stay at mine. And I was talking to her and because there was a few of us are like, I really, I was like, if it, if what I think is going to happen, I want to go to that takeover. And she was like, well, you guys can stay with me and we'll just take the train to Dublin.
2: Oh man. That is a city I want to go. That's a city
0: I want to go to one day. It's Dublin. Yeah. And I always wanted to go to Dublin too. And I was like, I can't, I cannot not see that in person. Like that was That's something like, I can't, I was like, I, cause I love Walter and I love like everyone should know that I, I love Walter. I love Imperium. I also, I
2: love Phil. I, I have to fucking see that. Like I have to <laughs> see that with my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, will, Nicole will implode, because we'll, like, we'll try to get, like, we'll be group chatting her, but, like, Nicole, are you okay? We won't hear anything, and they'll be like, nothing. Guys, nothing like, is we'll, the NXT UK? No, she'll be because like, oh she'll come back, and she'll be like, she'll come back, and we won't hear from her, and she'll go, guys, I can't, like, you know, she's trying to put sentences together. <laughs> um... But NXT, uh, the women showed out. EO Shirai is basically won their version of Money in the Bank or the ladder match. So she's going to get a shot at Charlotte, which fucking big Better not have EO lose to her. i be totally fucking pissed.
0: You know what's really sweet about it? Um, before she came, before she even got signed, this is when she was like in a May Young Classic. That was the one person she wanted to face was Charlotte. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Well, now you're
2: getting your chance. Dream mess for EO. Right. <laughs> oh, um, here's something uh, funny. Okay. I was watching I I was watching some old Lucha Underground the other day because we were talking about it the last show. Yeah. And uh Eo was a Lucha Underground for a hot second.
0: Yeah, she was um what's that faction?
2: Black Lotus Triad. Yes. Which uh, I thought was, was such cool. a good
0: such a good name.
2: Oh, that's so fucking rad. Black like it was her and like yeah. it was her and someone like like there's three girls because like that was the show one night because uh it was three girls going up against Pentagon Dark and Io was one of them I can't remember the other two but I think the one other one signed to Raw now I, I don't remember. one of them
0: Kyrie is one of them I believe too
2: yeah it was Kyrie and those ladies showed out man like. It was like one after another after another. I'm like these bitches are beating the shit out of Pentagon, man. Like, okay, let's roll with this. And then they got signed to WWE, and I'm like, fuck you, Lich underground. <laughs> the yeah. only time I would ever say that. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, and also, and, and like just to uh, circle back, but um, I I don't know if I sent it to you guys. I, I feel like I probably thought I I sent it to somebody, but um some charlotte was getting interviewed and she was talking and they were asking her to like okay obviously since you're going to be in nxt for a bit who else do you want to face and she said that um she wanted to face mia yim because before this before mia got signed i think she was already in the may young classic charlotte had her first ever nxt dark match with her oh Um, and she was just talking about like how how amazing um, she was throughout the whole time and like really helped her because she was like, obviously like, she was the one who had like more and more experience than me. And she's like, and she was just so amazing, like, like so nice to me. And like, so like helped me so much during that. And she's like, I felt like that'd be like a really good for, full circle moment for the both of us. So she said, she really wants to have a match with her. That is cool.
2: Yeah. You know, I we. Give Charlotte a lot of shit, but behind the scenes, she is so fucking supportive of other women in this yeah. business. And like that's one thing. Fuck, I'm going away. That is one thing that I will give Charlotte credit for. She, like, I think I really I see her when her when it's time for her to to hang up her boots. She, I think the WWE is going to keep her around like Natalie to help with the new women that are coming in.
0: Oh, you know she's gonna be cussing people out about um getting <laughs> making sure the women have free time. Period. Banging on someone's door. You
2: know, Natty, yeah, Natty and Charlotte just roll up to create and be like, so um, what do you mean we only have one women's match this week? <laughs>
0: you know? I, I don't know about Natty. Natty can't even get herself really.
2: Ooh, oh, yeah. oh. Well, I was, oh <laughs> No, I was talking to our friend ATQ real If you guys haven't checked out his uh, podcast yet, go. It's it's actually he's a he does a really great show. Um, I was talking to him earlier this week, and um, he goes, "So what do you, he goes What do you see in the future for some of these women wrestlers?" And I said, honestly, I think it would be really dope if Natty reopened the dungeon, and like she continued that tradition, because I I I really natty as someone who will be like oh what's, how do i say it? how do i explain it like i really see natty like in the future when her when she's done with her career is that WWE's going to keep her around but she'll also be the one like maybe training the women or helping them out when it comes to like new signees who are very very green in the ring and
0: okay like a fit finley
2: yeah she would yeah. be like helping them out be like all right, well you did good, but here's what we can do to get better. Like, like the final, it's like the final boss oh, Wait, NXT you have to get past Natty Neidhart. Okay. Like, you know, no, no stress. But, you know, like that was just, like, you know, just think about it. anybody who you go like a lot of these NXT girls who come up like Lacey and Ruby and you know the Riot Squad, they were still they were still kind of green. When he came up, I'm not, and you know, but like they were good on NXT, but like you know, they they could have got lost in the shuffle, but they worked, especially with Lacey. Like Lacey, uh, again, I love Lacey. But she, now, I don't think she was ready to come up to the main of the main roster yet. I oh, really no, she was wasn't.
1: Not. She, she just wasn't going, ready.
2: I'm going through my makeup, so if you guys hear like loud crashes, it's just me going, nope, nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> I got to get new eyeliner, but, um, yeah, they're just, I think they need someone to be like the final boss, like, okay, well, you have have to prove to Natty that you're ready to go up there. You have to have like a dark match with her or something, or she has to watch you and make sure that you're ready to go up there. But I
0: 100% agree with that.
2: I think that would be rad because a lot of these, and I'm not, and it's you no, know, really these, uh, these people coming in, but if like, say like you get a Bianca. Okay. And like, she's still kind of green, but you see, you see a good thing with her. Why not be like, natty we need you to come down to NXT and work with this girl. We think she's good, but she's still a little wet behind the ears and she just needs a little extra help before before we can, like, pull the trigger on her. So Natty would be the one they have to get through. Yep. So. They need somebody like that down there. I think I think Natty would be more on the train side, and she would be more, like, the character building side. Or, she, yeah. she would just, like, her and Natty, do have, you know, that's how he's going to keep them forever. And, like, oh, yeah. They're, they're going to have them do something. So they're not they're not going to be worried. And now he's still going to be able to rock the Gucci and the Prada and, you know, bring two paws to the fucking so What's up
0: with that family of fucking cats? I don't know, but they got a lot.
1: Like, it's a lot of them. And I'm like...
2: Yeah. She was
1: in the ring at <laughs> WrestleMania. Well, no, it was main event and she was telling them No, it was WrestleMania. And she told Liv, that if she was two claws, my mom, I was like, girl. I don't remember you having no claws
2: and spitting out no damn kitten. that. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. do I don't know. I mean, a lot of these people, I love seeing shit online. Like, oh, you know, she, and you know, a lot of women, they do, when they, they leave wrestling, they do start families. I mean, how we have moms now, like Lacey, Tamina, um, why oh, do I feel like I'm missing somebody? But like they're big swole, they're there there are moms wrestling, but like some of them just want to hang up their boots and you know, like you know what? I've done my time, I left my mark, I'm ready to start a family. And people are just like, I've seen people on Twitter go, "Oh, how come you you abandon us to have a kid? I'm like, no, bitch, she she didn't abandon anybody. She's moving on to the next part of her life. Shut the fuck up. I would be more weird. Like, what yeah. is what does her, her coochie and her vagina and all that shit have to do with you? Nothing. That shut the fuck up. Loses, for you and athletic. we'll probably get
0: more to in this, but apparently everyone's coochie and vagina that's a women's wrestler. It's everybody's business, but their own.
2: Period. Don't worry about getting some vagina and coochie and then shut the fuck up. Ooh, yeah. but, uh, Well, on that note...
1: <laughs> a smackdown, Smackdown happened, and um, yeah, that's it. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> you no, know, it was something cool. Little Boy Blue is gonna have to go up against Tamina to get a shot at Bailey. Tamina well, cut a very clean promo. She
1: was confident. She was not backing down. She didn't stammer stammer or stutter. That woman stood in her stance and said, look, you didn't beat me. It took all you bitches to take me down, and I want a shot at that title. One-on-one against you. And Bailey just served up Sasha like she was just a great steak, And I was like, bitch, I'd have slapped you in your face right there. Like, how you going to just tell her I'm going to wrestle this thing? it was just awesome to be her yes, this week and you thought girl
2: I'd have left <laughs> I saw that and that's, probably, that's probably one of the best promos I've ever seen Tamina cut
1: yeah it was so clean it was so precise it was to the point I I was like this is, this is what we've been looking for this is what we wanted I'm like yes Tamina give it
0: Serve it all. Yes, yeah, cool. I think Serve they're realizing that people can have good promos without having to constantly that yell. they don't have to, yeah, no, not yell, that they don't have to talk for an extended period of time.
1: Like, that's right. what they were
0: doing with Finn on the main roster. Like, Finn was good. Finn's, Finn's good at the mic, but Finn can't talk for a long time. And I think they just realized that with Tamina. Tamina's good. She can't talk for a very long time. There are people who are good on the mic, but they, all they need, just get, they need to talk for maybe 60 seconds, Mm Mhm. maybe 90, and that's it. And they get their point across. They sound good. That's all you need.
2: Well, Tamina's character is, you know, an intimidating person, like, you don't, like, if you got an intimidating person, you don't always need to talk, like, Seamus is a good example, like, if Seamus cuts the promo, he does that, he talks for, like, two minutes tops, and then he proceeds to beat the shit out of you, like, I miss that, I don't want to hear, like, 20-minute fucking promos where, you know, people get, you can hear people getting fucking winded, and I'm like, dude, no, just just hit them, like, you don't have to, no, just hit them, (laughs) I mean, if you're
1: good at it, if you got two people who can go at it on the microphone, then I'm okay with that. But once you start bringing in people who are a little weak on the microphone, you get your one-liner thing and then somebody say something that pissed you off, and then that should be the end of that. Y'all need to go at it. But I really, I enjoyed the fact that Tamina was able to cut that promo on both of them, and she was just like, I'm here. Y'all not going, you're going to have to take me down to get me off of this, this belt. I want a shot. Give me my shot. She wanted to take a no for an answer. And I was like, yes, I fucking yeah. like
2: that. They very well could
1: have just put Naomi back out there. Yeah.
2: and I, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I just want to see Tamina on my TV. And, you know, a, a lot of people still talk... Shit about her, like well, you say Naya was injuring people, but Tamina does it too. I'm like, what the fuck are really, you talking really? about? It's I, like when has Tamina injured? I've never
0: heard of Tamina. I've injured. never heard of that's, her injuring anyone.
2: That's what I ask. I go, when did she injure anybody? And they go, Well, you know, she's just a big girl. I said, No, that don't make shit. Because Nyla Rose is a big girl, uh, Awesome Kong's a big girl, and you never hear her about they none of them have a higher injury rate than Naya does.
1: I've heard about Nyla being reckless in the ring, but I've never heard of her actually injuring anyone. Although I know that it's possible, I really think people need to just stop stop the accusation of people injuring other people, and to just understand that sometimes things happen in the ring, and I know that it's a regular occurrence with some people, but not all the time is it deliberate. And no. where you have to understand war is dangerous, shit happens.
2: Well, you know, I mean, people. I think people just look for an excuse to, like, try to bring down anybody. Because someone tried to someone tried to start it with me, and they're like, well, karma's injury-prone. And I'm like, bitch, when the hell have you ever heard about karma or Awesome Kong or whatever the fuck you want to call her? hurting shooting herself. Yeah. Because she works with smaller... Women and she knows if she hurt them, they'll be fucked. But you know, she—it's not like I heard an interview with a girl who used to work at Impact. She, I can't fucking remember the name. They—they they asked her, they're like, who is some of the safest workers you worked with when you're at Impact?" And she goes, "Kong was awesome. She—she, she, you know, she Whatever. wanted to plan—she wanted to plan out a match and you know walk through it and you know she, she was just really easy to work with and she's so chill behind the scenes." And, no, she doesn't really get mad at anybody. And I'm like, this is what I like to hear. You know, <laughs> like, straight up. Except for Raby, I'm she not surprised.
0: It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, well, why we, I'm, oh, yeah, we shouldn't be saying anybody's names anymore.
1: Well. <laughs> All right, so what else happened on Monday on, on SmackDown, on Friday Night SmackDown?
0: Oh. Um, they're having a rematch for the titles.
1: Yeah, so they rescheduled this um, tag team title bout, and now it's going to be Miz Biggie and Jimmy in, in the match next week. So and the Forgotten Sons made their debut last Friday,
2: which, which I, I love just, that. I'm so happy. So that just means Biggie and Jimmy are gonna have a hell of a match, and then Miz is gonna pick up the win. Pretty much. You yes. know how this is going.
1: Yeah, unless somebody else interferes and like, you know, cost something, cost somebody something.
2: They'll
0: be running the match. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what was my favorite thing, but it was so weird when it happened, but I loved it. You remember when the Usos was having that match with? the Bludgeon Brothers yes and and it was so funny because everyone stopped talking and like commentary didn't even say anything no they're like what huh and it was just so funny because you know everybody in the crowd is like losing it and then everybody like in the ring and commentary silent (laughs)
2: loved it
0: I I don't, fucking, I don't care, that's one of my, that's, I feel like that's like a very underrated moment, because it was just so, and it was funny, because you could tell Rowan wasn't really trying to look like that, <laughs> but he was, and that's why it was so funny, <laughs> like, it's, so fu- it's just so funny, because it's just like, it was very chaotic energy. And I and I'm a Scorpio, so I'm very into chaotic energy (laughs) when it comes about. But it was just
2: true, just like true chaotic. It was like just true. It was like.
1: Thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, so make sure you guys stick with us at Down for the Count, and we're going to continue on with our show.
0: Someone summoned a chaos demon for, for five minutes, and was, I just fucking loved
2: it. What was uh, I just And just a uh, PSA for all our listeners, Get if you... Want support, make sure you get a damn partner like Montez and Jay, man, because they fucking love their wives. And like, you could just tell, especially when like Bianca was wrestling Zelina and Mont- uh, Montez was like losing his damn mind. Like, we didn't oh need an God. audience. Yeah, Montez. When he
0: was like yelling, when he was like yelling when she was doing her promo. <laughs> All, he was, I is, he her
2: yeah. All I hear is. our biggest cheerleader. All I hear is, <laughs> like, you know, like, this is the biggest yeah. Bianca scene like right here. He really the is. Also like- that
0: that gif of her when she's like I think it was I think it was during yeah, it was Mania when she's like throwing her braid and he like slides like how he slides in and just looks at her and he's like staring at her and he's like and it was just so funny about know? yes. like he
2: you got some that night. Come on. <laughs> What? You know he got, you know he got some that night.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: But nah, he's just, you know, like them and and Jay, and it's just, I love seeing them supporting their wives, and it's just, I don't know, it just makes me happy, and it's just like, squee, you know, it's like, I get my cute moment, and then it's back to like business, like. <laughs> Love oh, also um
0: and we can move on for that sec- after this but also um like what is so are mandy not mandy so is like sonia and dolph are they like a mixed tag to get like i don't understand i don't why understand it either. I, it.
2: I really I don't Uh, It seems like
1: they've joined forces for whatever reason, but they did not explain themselves. Mandy and Otis were not on TV this week, so there was no explanation. There was no full circle moment to this. It's still open-ended, and that's what I don't like. I'm like, even though she keeps coming out there with him, she's been turned into a pseudo-valet for him. And yeah, okay, great. But that doesn't do anything for your story. You you're leaving a big ass hole here. And you had Tucker wrestling Dolph this week, last week, and I was just like, What what? Why? Like and if he wasn't gonna win, why did you have him wrestling him?
2: Tucker they better not bury Tucker. Like my big fear of like any tag team, especially like you said, Heyman's really big on Montez and you know. And everyone loves Otis. I don't want to see Street Profits and Heavy Machinery ever break up, because they're great fucking tag team. I love their personalities, but I really see the higher ups going, like, well, we're gonna split up Heavy Machinery. But like, honestly, would anyone have cared about? and I love Otis, but would have anyone cared about him if he became a singles competitor?
0: Or are you talking about Tucker?
2: Or no, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about both of them. Um no, I wouldn't. No. Otis
1: those- is cute and he's campy and he's kind of funny and he does have some coolness. I like his wrestling style sometimes. But if I'm if you're asking me who I would prefer to sing as, see as a singles competitor, it would definitely be Tucker. I like Tucker in the ring better than I do Otis. Um, the end of SmackDown had Braun Strowman going up against Shinsuke Nakamura. After the Forgotten Sons, basically, they had a really good match with Lucha Funhouse. I like that match. I'm very upset at how Lucha Funhouse is being used. I feel like they could be used better. They definitely should have been a part of that ladder match with that, um, tag team title. They shouldn't have been left out of that. Um... But the Forgotten Sons had a very good bout with, with Lucha Funhouse, and it really showcased what the Forgotten Sons are capable of, but it also showcased what, let's say, Dorado and um, Grand Metalik could do. So um, I really, really wish that WWE would, be, would look outside of that tiny scope of just the Usos and New Day when it comes to the tag team division and really focus on bettering the division rather than just sustaining it okay
2: i would so, love, to, love to see xavier and big e and i would love to see kofi get another solo title run i, I don't want like i'm always afraid because someone i was watching um dark side of the ring we'll talk about that later but they were interviewing Bart gun and him and billy Gunn were um were you know the smoking guns in wwe and then they split up oh by the way nicole uh-huh. Um Billy Gunn's son has a TikTok. Oh no, I follow him on TikTok. <laughs> 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 found no, she's like, I found you, future husband. Um uh, <laughs> no, um
0: he's probably like his dad. His dad used to like black girls. I can probably holler at him.
2: Ooh, girl. Um
0: oh I have to wait till I get hot again though.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> um but what was I saying though? But like they always say that like it always seems that the good tag teams always get broke up, which I mean he's not lying. And I'm like, I don't want to see any cause the tag division right now, whether it's on Raw or SmackDown, we talked about this earlier this week. It's shit. It's absolute shit right now. Like they had the teams, but it's like they're focusing on like they're not focusing on the right teams. Like what really pissed me off and proved to me they had no trust in their tag division. Is when they did, is when they slapped uh, Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins together, and they beat Viking Raiders. And they didn't even do anything with Viking Raiders. They they were they were beating jobbers every week, even as a, as the champs. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. But now you got the Street profits on Raw. We need to see. I know AOP's injured, but it's like we need. I, I like the team of Ricochet and Cedric together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got them, Give them something to fucking do. And people yeah.
2: you know, like, are like, you just said you did like mashed up tag teams. I'm like, I don't like mashed up tag teams. They don't seem to work. But Cedric and Ricochet are pretty much the same type of wrestler. And, I think Buddy
1: know. Murphy and Seth work well together. It just seems like every time Seth is on TV, he has to have a title in order to do something. And I feel like he doesn't need, he didn't need the tag titles to further along that storyline. It was an unnecessary title grab
2: for him. This time next year, if Seth Rollins wins the tag titles in January, again, I'm playing the fucking lottery because I could just start predicting shit.
1: I think by this time next year, Seth might be traded to SmackDown.
0: He he needs to go to SmackDown. Yeah, he He does need to go to SmackDown. Yeah, um, but I don't concert want concert for him for. and Roman on the same show, but I don't think Roman wants to go to Raw because so I feel like that's too long of a show for him.
1: Yeah, but so, I think Roman and Seth are going to be on the same show. I think they're going to pull Adam Cole over and have him be the new guy for SmackDown, I mean for Raw. Because to me, it wouldn't make sense to have two... Ver- two. See, Adam Cole and Seth Rollins, to me, they, they kind of mirror very each other. Yeah, yeah inter-
0: so I wouldn't...
1: I wouldn't have, like, I would have that at first. Like, let them fight it out. You know what I'm saying? But then I would move one. Like, you're going to have to move Seth. Adam's the new guy. He's going to be the one bringing in the most eyes at this point. It's nothing against Seth Rollins in his career, but be realistic and be smart. Adam Cole has the juice, okay, as Uh of right now. So it would not be smart to move Cole over to SmackDown. I would rather you move, wrong, move him over there and let him. I wouldn't put him immediately in title contingency. He would have to work his way up just like everybody else. Um, I'm sorry.
2: No, I know because no, no, I think people are kind of tired of the whole, you know, you guys come in and they automatically want something. That's kind of lost cluster. Yeah, but That's
1: I can understand it when you're, like, trying to change the regime up a little bit, you're trying to shake, shake something up, and you get, like, what they did with Sheamus and John Cena a few years back, Sheamus had just came in, and two weeks later, he was champion, so I got the idea of why it happened, I didn't like it at the time, but I understood it. So I would understand if you bring in Cole and you're like, okay, we need to do something to cause an uproar to make some noise. So putting Cole in title consistency makes sense. But moving Seth Rollins over to SmackDown and possibly having him battle for that title, it makes it appear as though you can't do anything with Rollins unless he has a title to fight for. I
2: mean, it's pretty much true.
0: It is true.
1: Which is why you shouldn't do that. If he's capable of... pulling pulling forward storylines without that title didn't do that because that was some of the best parts of of WWE. It was not people fighting for that belt. It was the storyline that led to them possibly getting a shot at the
2: belt. I miss that storyline. Yeah, well. And it's not even WWE. There's so many other companies (laughs) um that just, you know, when they get when they get the shiny new toy, they automatically need to slap the title on him. Like, I understand why they did it to Jericho because they need they know Jericho and this is no offense to Adam Page, but it's no offense to Adam Page, but people are gonna know Chris Jericho's name more than they do Adam Page. True. But like Jericho shouldn't have held that held that damn belt as long as he did. He held Personally,
1: it I feel like he shouldn't have had it at all. Yeah. I feel like if you're gonna do, if you're gonna put, build up your superstars, and your focus was on your indie scene guys, then you should have started with that. I I don't understand how it's any different from N, NWA Power or MLW. If you want to get to know the superstar, or if you want this business to succeed, then people have to be invested, and you're gonna have to start building your stars. How can you do that when all you're doing is bringing in guys from WWE and then you've got guys who are former WWE who are champions, i.e. you've got Moxley as champion right now.
2: We all know you. I love me some Mox, but I'm just like, so this is another WWE guy that he's fighting the title for. And now, all, all the people, when you think of AEW, this is what pissed me off. When you think of AEW, you think of some of the greatest indie talent that's ever walked through the doors. Some of them are yeah. fucking legendary like you yeah got, you got frank Kazera, you got christopher daniels you got Cole cabana you got people there who are fucking legends or legends in the making or they john have jo- they have you know legends in the making that people want to see you know out of all the fucking people they have john motherfucking moxley going up against that title is fucking jack swagger
1: that's who he's defending his title against.
0: Yes. Don't even get me, star- so Don't even get me started. See, so- that's what oh, I'm God. saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I'm gonna you be want to bitch and moan about how this is what I'm talking about, the hypocrisy. And then you get you get mad at WWE for bringing in guys like Goldberg and Brock Lesnar and then bringing in older talent for the women's division. But you're not mad at AEW for doing the exact same thing. All of the guys that are in the back are former WWE title wrestlers, former WWE execs, something that had to do with WWE, every one of them. And but- then you got old stars in the in the forefront, like Jake the Snake, you've got Arn Anderson there. Tessa Blanchard's father is there.
2: He needs to go back to the retirement home too. What are you doing? Why are
0: he, okay? he just look. He
2: just looks sleepy. He <laughs> just looks tired all the
0: fucking time. Somebody,
2: somebody like, set a timer. Bro, go
0: to bed.
2: Someone I set a timer say, for five
1: what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If you can bitch and moan about WWE, then you can do the same thing for AEW. It's not about me picking sides. No, It's just being clear. If you're going to say that, then you have to call a spade a spade. You can't look at a diamond and say, oh, that looks like a heart to me. No, bitch, it's a diamond, okay? Both companies are doing the same stupid shit and they need to cut it out. You have solid, talent in your indie guys you need to trust in them that is why they're there that is why they didn't go anywhere else that is why they trusted you to help build up their careers not worry about what the fuck Cody Rhodes is gonna do if he's gonna sit and take lashes from NJF so that he could possibly beat him which he does and he
2: loses all of that shit and you lose hey someone set a timer for five minutes for me i just need five minutes okay okay just, hold
0: on sorry. hold on hold on
2: hold on hold on i got it that's all i need let me know when you're going gotcha go all right all right so yes i watched aew there are certain aspects of aew i do enjoy and you know what those aspects are it's the fucking indie guys it's the fucking indie workers your mjf your penelope ford's your sunny Kisses. I want to see people like that. I want to see Darby Crush. I want to see Joey Janelle. I want to see K- Kip Sabian. I want to see these guys do good because they are leaving companies that they have been with since day one because they got so much, they got hope in this company because, and that's the reason why I watch it. I watch it for these guys. I don't watch it for fucking Cody Rhodes. I don't watch it for Chris Jericho. As much as I love Mox, this he bores me. I don't want to see for him. Fu- John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whoever the fuck you want to call him, is a good wrestler. And to me, it's demeaning him that he's going up against some dude like Jack Swagger, who hasn't done shit since he came in. He's been Chris Jericho's little bitch for most of it. He's beating up a. He's beaten up an old man, which. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spitting truth because I'm getting so tired and I'm giving AEW chances and I watch it because of guys like, you know, fucking Warlow, MJF, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss. You yeah. know, I want to see these guys. These guys are the future of indie wrestling if we are, if we're talking straight facts here because Ricochet is not going back to the indies. He's going to ride WWE because he knows he can't do that flippy shit forever. You know, like, I just, it, it irritates me because I just, I don't care about the elite. I don't care about Cody Rose. I don't care the fuck about Chris Jericho. I sure as shit don't give a fuck about Matt Hardy now after all this crap that he's been pulling on social media. Wow. I just, I just don't give a fuck. And I, and to be honest, I have been, if I have been watching Dynamite or Dark, anytime, any part of them's part of something, I fast forward through it. I fucking enjoyed the Britt baker Sheeta match more than I do a 20-fucking-minute promo of Chris Jericho trying to come out and relive his fucking glory days.
1: With horrible CGI graphics, mind you.
2: (laughs) That Tony Khan needs to take an online class they're offering for free right now.
1: Looking like a fucked-up episode of Arcade from Nickelodeon. Get your shit together,
2: I had really high hopes for AEW, and I still want to see this company grow. And Cody, if you're fucking listening, or you know Tony Khan, or whoever the fuck's listening, you guys need to have more invested into the people you built this company around. Because I'm be honest, I'm 34 years old. I'm tired. I just want to watch wrestling and be entertained. I don't want to see Chris Jericho in a ladder match. I wanted to see the Chris Jericho ten years ago in a ladder match. I don't want to see now old Busted trying to live his life the through his glory days, grandpa who plays in a Bon Jovi cover band at Applebee's on the weekends and thinks he's still cool in his grandkids' eyes. Damn I don't want the Rose's band. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I want to see Cody's right-looking tattoo on my TV with that fucking blonde hair, and I'm thinking <laughs> I'm watching him, and I look, and it's just all the tattoo, and I'm like, Brandy has to wake up looking at that for the rest my of her man, fucking life. I
1: don't care. All that I ask is that y'all do what y'all said y'all was gonna do, which will show us something different. And as far as I've seen from right now. Y'all ain't doing nothing but taking the place out of TNA and WWE's playbook and just reusing them. You're recycling shit. This is so you're not using the right people to do it. So don't this- act like AEW is a new standard and everybody's cool. Nah, because see in another three years you're gonna be bitching about that. And then you're gonna come looking at me. I'm gonna be like, don't say shit to me. Cause when I was saying shit, niggas told me to shut the fuck up.
2: Like this thing with Jake Roberts. I know he's with this other guy, but it's just like I love Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts, I like. You you want to talk about someone who can take, teach these people how to? Well, I still wasn't done yet. <laughs> it's okay. We can talk about AEW in a minute. I just want to finish up um,
1: SmackDown, but
2: y'all go, ahead. go uh, ahead. I just I'm just I'm so over this shit. I don't. It's like you look at MLW. Yeah, they have Conan. But Conan's not fucking wrestling. He's there. His presence Conan, is there.
0: He don't count because Conan's literally wrestled everywhere. Like he's literally been everywhere. So I don't count him. He's like one of those people. I can't think. I think there's one more person. But he's one of those people. Like, he could show up at WWE tomorrow, and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> he does No, every- And that's just because he's like, he's done so much for wrestling. He deserved whole, it, yeah, and especially as, um, especially what Lucha Lucha Libre he discovered helped discover Rey Mysterio. Oh, wow,
2: yeah, I pa- I that. yeah, I didn't know he was one of the founders of Triple A either. He's one of
0: the founders I didn't of Triple A, and he was one of the people like a lot of those wrestling, like Lucha wrestling families that we have, like he helped put them in a forefront. The Guerreros, he helped, um. Mr. The the Ray, um, the Garzas, like Angel Garza's family, like he, like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like he's one of those people. Like he can go anywhere because he's done so much for the community as a whole. So that well, makes he sense. He earned the right to do it, right? So he literally can pop up anywhere in it. And it makes sense. It doesn't make sense, Jake Roberts being there. That's That was the point that I was getting. It doesn't well, Who make is Jake sense. Roberts? Who is his guy? Lance Archer. And it's weird because it's like, I don't know. It's weird because I feel like Lance Archer is from New Japan. Like, he has a pretty, pretty decent fa- – it's not like people were, like, huge fans of him. Yeah, and he's like, he was one of those like American or or European or I don't know where, I think he's Canadian. He's not Asian, whatever the fuck he is. So he was in that weird group of like, people who were known in New Japan, but people weren't like super into it, like the audience weren't like overly into him. Like they are like, like a Zack, even though people hate Zack Sabre Jr., but they know who he is, and they're like they pay attention to him, or they they don't clamor to him like like they do like a Juice Robinson or yeah. um who else um like a Will Osprey. Who else is um Caucasian that's over there?
2: Sammy um, Callahan. No, We're he hasn't guy.
0: been. Yeah, but that he hasn't been over there in years. Um,
2: I have not
0: seen him before. No. I I haven't seen him. So yeah, so he like he was known, but he wasn't popping. Like that over there because they're very selective about I don't know they're very weird about who they get behind who that's like I want to I'll call them a Westerner that's like a Westerner Jen okay yeah Gaijin. so yeah Jen so Finn was like their first is like the first big one so he's the one who like paved the way for a lot of that because before that they're like eh okay but he was one of the first like Western guys are really, really get over so on he the gave audience. The, so he
1: gave you the window for the Kenny Omega and yes. the Ospreys. Exactly. All right. Okay.
0: So that's what He's I down. tell. And that's and Finn's like another person. I was like, I hope them people send him checks. I hope yeah. Tony Khan sends him a check. I hope the Bucks and Kenny and even Cody send. Um, thin at least at least 4% out of their earnings of a paycheck I, just, because my, my, I just
1: didn't understand who who this guy was and I didn't watch it long enough to see who Jake the Snake was managing but I I get why they gave him a manager because most people who don't watch New Japan like me wouldn't know who
2: this dude is but he doesn't do anything he doesn't need it
0: yeah he doesn't do anything and he doesn't need it because he never had a manager in new japan and he talked like yeah they don't talk a lot in new japan but i was like it's weird it's so weird it's just it's just not like they don't mesh well they're not a good pairing no it's it's just fucking random it's like they put people (laughs) in a fucking hat and hook it up it was pretty fun. much yeah jake like, the snake that's, that's what snake. i'm getting and it's weird and this is going to sound fucked up the only reason honestly jake the snake is probably there is because ddb <laughs> D-D-T probably helped him get a job let's let's keep it focus on oh no see how you got to
2: do jake roberts like that man no i'm being
0: but, serious
1: well, i mean let's just keep it all the like, way funky Um, I, I, I agree with her. I just, I didn't want to say it, but she, she, that's a bold bitch. So she (laughs) she said it. I don't, I'm not mad about it. I understand it. But like I said, I just, I don't, I I guess I would have to go back and watch the episodes because I thought that the promo he cut on Cody was really good. Um, but I was, I didn't know who he had as his guy. And I was like, okay, well, who is it? And then um, somebody was telling me about Lance Archer, but nobody was putting the two of them together. So I was just like, okay, well, who is this mystery guy? Because at first I thought it was going to be Luke Harper. And yeah. to me, that would have made sense. But they, they put Harper in as the exalted one, and I was just like, all right.
2: So I just want to know this about AEW, and then we can completely change the subject unless Nicole wants to talk about her new favorite entrance ever. But, like, Mm -hmm. they want to talk so much shit about WWE, and it's not all the wrestlers. It's just some of them. But they want to talk mad shit about WWE and that they're their better alternative. But, motherfucker, you got no problem swooping up and picking up their talent as soon as they're done especially and the talent that it wasn't
1: used on TV. Facts. Like we're talking about talent that was not on TV, talent that was not talent that was either used and scrapped because they didn't work well or talent that was hurt and they just didn't get back into the fold. That's the kind of talent that you're you're taking. And At least I can say for TNA, TNA took the top guys that weren't being used as top guys anymore. So, and
0: they
1: just became top guys. Like, EC3 probably in my book was one of the guys that left WWE and then became a top guy. But he doesn't translate well for the WWE audience, but he works for the TNA-style audience. So, I... I don't get it. I I, I truly don't. I thought that you had enough talent in the back to utilize, to do whatever storyline you were trying to push forward. I didn't understand why they were signing so many older WWE guys. And I felt like let them go on the indie scene and kind of, you know, get their feet wet in that yard again, and then come to you guys when you guys are a little bit more established and they can help build up the company that way but to take to me the biggest thing for me was Luke Harper he left and the first thing he did like when he finally got the opportunity and they set him up like he was already in a storyline that was ready built he was just put right in and to me it was it was just unnecessary I'm like Luke yeah. Harper should should have been something else. Like he could, they could have did something else with her, with him. They could have used the guys who are already there to do this. Find somebody in the back who was weird and quirky and could have fit that exalted one persona. Cause for me, when I see it, doesn't work in my mind.
2: No, it just like here's here's a big thing. When Ambrose won his first WWE title, when he was when he was champ. Yeah. I fucking cried. I was so happy, you know, because he finally got his moment in the sun. Yeah. He, goes, he goes to AEW and there's there's no emotion in any of these storylines. Even the no. Cody, there's, there's no emotions. You don't get emotionally attached to shit. want well, to hear everybody that, else tell it, Cody sacrificed himself for our wrestling scene, so. <clears throat> no, Kevin Owens did that, thank you very much. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give up on AEW because I want to. Or any independence. I want to see guys like. I want to see guys like Dynasty. I want to see guys like Alex Hammerstone. I want to be entertained and I want emotionally, you know, involvement and in storylines. But like, I don't care about that because now Matt Hardy and Jericho are going at it. I'm like, is this WWE like 15, 20 years ago?
1: It makes sense to put Matt Hardy in there to go at it. He's probably going to end up going after the Dark Order next. But he got to work his way in. Jericho's not in title contingency. They needed something that was going to work in terms of keeping people's attention on their show and there's no audience to feed off of, so they had to do something. It made sense in that in that regard, but I, it shouldn't dominate the, the TV. One thing that I I don't like is that um... Moxley doesn't get as much TV time as Jericho does, and Jericho doesn't have the belt. Yeah, I I I recall, Jericho was on TV, and he was Moxley was on the on
2: AEW Dark.
1: Now, y'all correct me if I'm wrong.
2: He was, and someone said that on Twitter. Why the fuck do you have your champion on AEW Dark?
1: I don't know, but it seemed to me like they don't have a lot. They wanted him to be champion because a lot of people was begging for him to be champion and you know aew keep their ear close to the streets when it comes to their fans which that part of them I truly like because they can utilize them as like a tiebreaker of of ideals you know what I'm saying um, in in their defense I understand it but at the same time Moxley still wrestles outside of aew with New Japan. If, I, if I'm wrong, correct he's,
2: me. He's better in New Japan than he is over here in AEW. And they don't really...
1: Motley doesn't really talk much. There's not really much going on. And what people... You know, and I, I find it odd. If people reco- want people from New Japan to come to the States and wrestle and be wrestlers in major companies. And what they don't understand is sometimes the guys from New Japan don't translate well for the American audience. Because we require something different new japan doesn't require you to be a big talker most of no. their matches and things are all based around what you can do they're more Here we want we want a combo wrestler we need an actor we need a stuntman and we need somebody who has some technical skill sometimes if you have one over the other you can kind of skate
2: by here's 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 my final thought and then i can move on because i know there's more stuff we need to talk about and I really hope someone from, and if AEW, if you're listening, you need to really fucking listen. Stop bringing in old WWE guys, okay? Like, get your shit together. It's, been, six, it's about been about six months since your company launched. The shininess and the newness is gone. So you guys either need to do something to stay, or in, like, three years... Brian Zane and Wrestling Regrets going to do a show about, hey guys, you remember AEW? (laughs) Because like, I have not I just don't care the care is gone it's just like, I don't want to see like WWE every storyline they have right now it's like emotional attachment to it over at AEW it's nothing, and it's like and I know right now it's hard, but even before all this shit happened, it's like, where are, where's the, where's the stars that you're supposed to be building up? Like, yeah, I get it. Everyone, like, if you watch wrestling in the indies, you know who Jewa Janelle is. You know who all these fucking guys are, or you know who some of them are. You know, I know who Frankie Kazarian was and Christopher Daniel was because of TNA. But, like, for the regular people who are like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna watch this. You come in, they're gonna be like, who the fuck is Frankie Kazarian? And yeah, that kind well, of hurt I mean, me to even say that out loud. Ow. Well,
1: somebody could say that who doesn't watch WWE. You would just have to trust in the company and watch it. And I know that sometimes having familiarity works in terms of making people come to the show. But what I don't like is how they're allowing it to take over the show. I'd rather them build, use the talent that they have and build it and make it worthwhile, and make your women's division something to rival.
2: Do not let
1: them fall to the wayside. You guys have, from what I hear and from what I've seen, you have some of the best women from the indie scene, and from some of the most, some of the top professional wrestling biz companies. You have great talent in what you got. You need to find a woman to build it. And what you should have done was you should have kept Mercedes Martinez there. And you should have had her be your building block to start your women's division. And she could have been back there helping to train Nyla so Nyla wouldn't be so sloppy, helping to get Britt Baker so that she's better in the ring. She's good on the microphone. I've heard her on the microphone. She's pretty solid there. She has her times, but she's pretty solid there. You could have had a veteran in the back who could get your women where they need to be. Because not all of them are on the wayside. Big swole is pretty good. She don't need no help.
2: She she's getting there. Big So big you should have you should have
1: kept somebody like Jazz, somebody like Mercedes Martinez, somebody who had the veteran prowess to get your girls where they needed to be, but also to start making your women's division worthwhile you are behind and when you're behind smaller companies and there's no shade to N.W.A. power but they're not on national television and
2: you're behind them you need to get your shit together I miss N.W.A. like I need to come back (laughs) we need you guys more than ever because like they had their women's division N.W.A.'s women's division was small it is small but they don't but their whole roster is not even that big. No, but they, but they, pick,
1: they picked women who they knew was going to be able to, to compete and mm-hmm. then give you something that was worthwhile, and they made that division worth coveting. It it just is what it is. And AEW got to get with the shit. Y'all were so focused on making sure everybody was happy with the men's division that you completely negated your women.
2: Hell, people aren't even happy with the men's division. I mean – the whole I,
1: fucking market is gone
2: because of yo. Because really, what was going
1: on was you wanted to make sure Cody was the big star but, that he never know. could be in WWE. But you, know, you, you know. want to make sure your Kenny Omega's and your your Young Bucks got what they wanted, and they got it. But that was at the sacrifice of your company and everybody else that's in it. So yeah.
2: And you know it's just like now people are on Twitter like, well y'all wanted Nyla as champion, where is she? I'm like, bitch, she's probably sitting at home going, uh uh, like, nope. That is the least.
0: I mean, obviously Nyla should have should have been the first champion. That was the that was their first mistake. Rio should have never gotten that title. No, she should have never. That's what, in my opinion, that's what really messed them up because that's what really sets the tone. And the smart fans were like, Yes. I did not agree with Jericho getting the title at first. But the longer he held it, the more it made sense to me. Yeah. So I understood it. I just wasn't happy, but it made sense. That was where I was. Rio, no. Rio's never I didn't like it, but I understood he was always there. He was always visible. You always seen it. He, um, yeah. he defended it in a decent amount a, a decent amount of times mm-hmm. so I was fine with it you cannot say that about Rio like she'd be yeah. gone for like three fucking weeks She's like, bitch, where are you at and you know it's just because really coming
1: quite honestly, keeping neither keeping Nyla out of out of not to keep her off TV but to have them working on building the women is a better idea for me. They should have been doing that when Rio was champion. That way they wouldn't have to do it now under Nyla's championship rank.
2: Well, people are going off on Twitter, and, like, the smart fans are like, dude, she's probably at home with everything going on. Like, Well, yeah. So, you know, shut the fuck up about titles being defended right now because they don't even have a fucking, you know – they're doing the T- TNT title or I'm not calling it that. Their TV title. And um you know, why didn't like, they just call it the AEW
1: title? Like I mean, I know it's already an AEW championship, but why didn't they just call it like AEW TV title or something?
0: I don't mind the ti- I don't like I don't mind the name actually. I don't like it.
2: I just I, I don't know, man. I just you know, people are just come, like people are just trying to find Twitter is an absolute dumpster fire right now um, for a lot of reasons. It's always been a dumpster fire. But Thanks. like, you know, they're coming for they're coming for people for not being on TV. And I'm like, they're probably they probably went there ahead of time. i like, look, I don't want to take that chance. I understand it's, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I I'm taking the time and opportunity not opportunity but I'm taking the time to not look up for, for my health but my family's health because it's probably like a volunteer basis. Like who wants to be here? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um I don't know. I just I don't I don't like the way that they've been they've been doing shit lately and I really just hope for the indie guys' sake that it works out. I've been saying, I've been saying that since day one but Anyway, speaking of Twitter and the dumpster fires, uh, I don't know. I just unfortunately anything right now because the whole world of wrestling is up in a in pretty much unknown territory right now. Um, you know it's bad when Scorpio Sky is making TikToks every other day with him just going, "I'm bored. I'm bored." <laughs> bored. Oh God. I love Scorpio's guy's TikTok, though. He's he's fucking funny on there. Um, but, I mean, people just, people need to stop tripping right now, because, I mean, we don't know, I you mean, know, for all we know, tomorrow, everybody could come out and say, we're done for the next couple of months, because then we, we would be kind of really like, oh, my God, now what? But. People just need to give wrestling a little bit of a break when it comes to, like, storylines and title divisions and title fights and all that. Yeah. I agree. Just kind of watch it for what it is and move on. Facts. Like, if you don't want to watch, and you know what? I mean, like, TNA or Impact has, like, Impact Plus. WWE has, you know, WWE Network. Impact Plus
0: costs too much, though.
2: How much does Impact cost?
0: It's like it's like 10-some, because I canceled mine. It was pretty expensive. Impact Plus is expensive. Mind you, their library is pretty good, but low-key, mm-hmm. I'd rather pay that much. If I was going to pay for a catalog of a company, I would have rather it been Ring of Honor, to be quite honest, even though they're a dumpster fire currently. But, <laughs> yeah. They, but their back, their back catalog is amazing. That's what I, that's what I always, um, I always said. Once, hopefully, it doesn't, whenever this is gonna happen, It's gonna happen. Once Ring of Honor goes out of business, that should be WWE's priority: is buying them so they could get that catalog. Not only because it would be so much more content. For the networks, I love going on the network and watching like old stuff. Like you think about yeah. people who watched, um, who just watched, um, like the last two, um, Dark Side of the Rings. Like a lot of people, once they watched a new Jack one, they were like, oh shit! Like people were saying, oh, you know the Smoky Smoky Mountain promotion, all their stuff is on network. So, people were go, going to network to watch that. After the bra for all the people who haven't watched it before, who haven't watched it in years, I'm almost sure it's on the network. I'm actually, I'm going to look right now.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: If it's on the network. Again, yeah, they is. can go on a network. And I always said it'd be smart for, for WWE to get the to get, um, Ring of Honor's catalog. Yeah. Because so many of their former champions were are in the WWE currently. hmm There's right. such a huge chunk of that roster that went through Ring of Honor. And also, just to be shitty, because Ring of Honor is technically has the rights to um, the first... Um,
2: All-in. All-out.
0: All-in or all-out all out or whatever the fuck it was.
2: Yep. No, no think, no, no. think how much of a... No, no, no. Woof. I love to see that day. Twitter would be. He would do cool it work. and they
0: wouldn't do shit with it. It was a would just sit copy, on it. would sit somewhere.
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> 20 years later, they'll finally release it and we'll all be sitting in the nursing homes going, I remember Ring of Honor. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, shit. well, I mean, she's right. I mean, if they. Re- I, I don't know. I just uh i want to watch ring of honor now because oh, oh, that's where samoa joe actual-
0: had apparently they dumped a huge chunk of her catalog on youtube um but to go on the actual like topic but um uh, i love because people or everyone on twitter was like fucking losing their mind or like they just had that amazing firefly funhouse segment like where the fuck is bray wyatt where's bray wyatt where's bray wyatt and it's like here he is just literally be patient this is only a two-hour episode Fact. relax he was going to show up and so that's why i never really like i wasn't thinking about it because i was like okay he's gonna show up anyway so it don't matter but i wasn't paying attention to like the time Mm-hmm. so I was just like whatever but um I love I just love because I love callbacks I love callbacks and stuff that's why I was like such a huge fan of the Firefly Funhouse but I love the callback to um Bray White and I kind of wish Rowan was still oh excuse me I don't know why I'm yawning um that's why I really like the callback um that's why I kind of wish Roman would, Rowan, I don't know why I'm calling him Roman, Rowan was still on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Because I thought that would be like such, um, I just felt like that would just be so cool to ha- also like put him in it because obviously mm-hmm. their time ties in together mm-hmm. so much too. Yep. So, I was like, man, I was like... I was so good, but I, I it's do a like a opportunity there. It is. It is. It's a huge missed opportunity, but I'm glad they're doing something like this, because they low-key could have done something... They should have done something with the Braun and Bray a while ago. Right when Bray
1: Wyatt first got on SmackDown.
0: When that should have been the first person right he went through.
1: Yep, and just killed it right then. That way it would have been done out right out the gate and they should have ended that shit with Seth right then, left it where it was and just let him start out with Braun
0: because
1: yeah. it just would have worked out in his favor. So. Thank you guys for listening down for the count. We are going to stop the episode right here just for a little bit. Give you guys a little bit of a break and to break up some of this content that we have. We're going to continue up in our next episode with the controversy surrounding Ronda Rousey. And we're also going to talk about catfishing and wrestling and some other topics because, you know, we always go on some kind of a tangent in these episodes. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count on behalf of Alexis and
0: Nicole. Thank you so much for watching and we'll see you guys next time.